Hello friends, today we are going to be reading Matthew chapter 20. Before we begin, let's go ahead and pray over the word that we will receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the day that you've given us. Thank you for the people in our lives. Thank you for the many blessings that you pour down in our lives. Lord, we pray for the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to really grasp the word that we're about to receive, to be able to put it to work into our own lives, and to be able to share this word with whoever needs to hear it. Help us, Lord, to bear the fruits of your Spirit in all that we do today. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today and guide us in each and every step that we take. Give us your discernment and help us to see the truth behind the word that we will read. Help us to be slow to anger and quick to forgive, and help us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This first section is called the parable of the workers in the vineyard. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, You also go and work in my vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, Why have you been standing here all day doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wages beginning with the last ones hired, and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came, and each received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more, but each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have paid them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the work and the heat all day. But he answered one of them, I am not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money, or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. This next section is called Jesus Predicts His Death a Third Time. Now Jesus was going up to Jerusalem. On the way, he took the twelve aside and said to them, We are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. On the third day, he will be raised to life. This next section is called A Mother's Request. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons, and kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? he asked. She said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. 
Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This last section is called, Two Blind Men Receive Sight. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately, they received their sight and followed him. That is the end of chapter 20. I am pretty sure that we've brought this up in a different podcast episode, but I want to go ahead and cover it again just real quick. I really love how the parable of the workers in the vineyard portrays the kingdom of heaven. Sometimes it's not great to think about somebody earning the same as you no matter how much more or less work they do. But the kingdom of heaven is not there for those who earn it. It cannot be earned. We could never do what was needed to be able to get into heaven alone. That is why Jesus came. So it would be unfair for God to say, I'm going to go ahead and give you more because you started at an earlier age than this person. It could be that that person that started at an earlier age was raised in a really good family that had Christian values from the get-go, so they learned early. And the other person maybe didn't grow up in a family like that. Or maybe somebody is raised in a good Christian family but experiences such trauma throughout their life that they lose their faith and find their faith later on in life. It would be unfair for God to say that they don't deserve as much as the next person just because of the trauma they endured. Honestly, I don't care if somebody gets more or less than me in the kingdom of heaven. We're all going to get the same, so that won't happen, but... If it did happen, I would just be happy to be there because none of us really deserve it. The next part I want to talk about is Matthew chapter 20 verses 22 and 23, where James and John's mother has gone and asked Jesus if they can be his seconds in command in the kingdom of heaven. And then Jesus replies, you don't know what you're asking. Can you drink from the cup that I'm going to drink from? And they say, we can. Then Jesus tells them, you will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. So I was confused as to why he would tell them that 
they would drink from his cup because we know that the cup is Jesus dying on the cross, being crucified the way that he was, enduring all that pain. And so I looked it up, and it says, um, as it turns out, these two men represent the first and last of the loyal disciples to die. James was the first of the disciples to be killed for Jesus' sake. That's in Acts chapter 12, verse 2. John the Apostle was persecuted and eventually exiled to the island of Patmos on account of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. So, this shows that Jesus was foretelling their future right there. Alright, that is all the time that I have. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this message. And, till next time.